0: Are you ready for a little pep talk on your coffee break? Then here's your host, Grace. It has always blown my mind that so many billions of people around the world have periods and yet it's still this weird taboo subject. And that's why I'm really excited to welcome Robin from the Hello Cup onto the show today. Not only are these guys creating New Zealand designer-made menstrual cups, they're also just opening up the conversation and normalizing period chat, plus working really hard on the accessibility of period products and period poverty. This is a huge issue around the world. Just quickly, before we go too far, for those who aren't familiar with a menstrual cup, it's a little squashy cup that you use to collect your menstrual blood and then you discard it, wash it, and reuse it. And before you go Xing out of this because you're scared about talking about bleeding and cycles, I'm just gonna stop you right there. Even if you don't have a period yourself, without a doubt, someone that you love does or has. And I can't tell you just how important it is that we all really push ourselves to remove this ridiculous taboo around periods. Okay, lecture over. Let's talk numbers quickly. 45 billion tampons and pads end up in the landfill every year on the flip side each hello cup lasts for five years and on top of that at the end of its rich and useful five-year life it is fully recyclable like there are not many things that you own and use non-stop for five years that is just nuts i know everyone male and female alike can take something from this conversation whether or they have a period or not so let's get stuck in Hi Robin, thank you so much for joining me today on Pep Talk. So everyone out there, Robin is joining me from the beautiful Hawke's Bay and her business partner with the Hello Cup, Mary, isn't joining our chat today, but Robin just filled me in that she is actually a little bit busy because she's gone back to be working as a nurse in ICU to help with all of the COVID-19 busyness. So I think that's amazing and hopefully we'll hear a bit more about that. But Mary is with us in spirit, I'm sure and um, we will just kick straight in and warm up a little bit with some this or that questions for you, Robin, just to get you in the mood. So first up, we've got sunrise or sunset? Oh, sunrise. Oh, so you are you an early early worm?
1: I'd like to think I, I could be one day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if I was to cho- choose between looking at the two, I think I... I like a sunrise more. That's just that's not to say that I'm up at the crack of dawn every day. But, not regularly um, catching them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. And so, second up, would you rather read a real book or an e-book?
1: Ah, uh, that's an interesting one. I love. Again, I I love the idea and the experience of reading a real book and for a long time i avoided um e but i have to say when traveling and you can just have one one small device and you're not going to um drip your cocktail all over it that you know and an ebook is is not such a bad thing so if i can sit on the fence and say both um because also i love bookstores and so i really really um, appreciate what they do, and I think there's there's nothing more than um, that joyful than than buying a real book.
0: Yes, I'll allow you to sit on the fence with that. I think <laughs> I'm I'm kind of the same. Um, and I, your description of drinking a cocktail and reading a book sounds amazing right now. So <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll allow it. <laughs> All right, we've got antique or brand new. Uh, antique, I think.
1: Um, and that's it, not to. Not necessarily in the sense that um, uh, I don't love fussy things, but I don't think that we make things the way we used to, um, especially when it comes to furniture. So if I was ever looking for something, I mean, most of our furniture at home is um, older, secondhand, probably from the 60s. And you just, you really just cannot get that craftsmanship readily anymore. Um, so it stands the test of time. that's
0: very true I think that was a good question for you then yeah (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know so that's awesome and then I've got city or country um I think probably
1: city I like I like people watching and um so to me a city is is probably full of those opportunities and like mooching around and restaurants and cafes and so that to me is kind of what a city means um yeah
0: and so whereabouts are you in the Hawks Bay are you in the country more country area um
1: well interestingly we were in the country until about a year ago um we had a lifestyle block um which um we loved but really just took up all our time so a year ago we went to other extreme and now we live in the heart of Havelock North Village on a really small section in a kind of a more modern um, townhouse type um, place, and we absolutely love it.
0: So, yeah, again, we've done both, sat on the fence there too. And Havelock North is just beautiful. What an amazing little town to get to live in!
1: Yeah, it is. It's nice, it's got everything we need, and really nice people, and mm, nice weather. I heard
0: that. Yeah, good community, I've heard, yeah. that's awesome. And then last up we've got swimming or sunbathing, which kind of goes with the cocktails and the ebook question too. <laughs> yeah, I, pr-
1: I would probably have to say swimming slash snorkeling, I'm adding in, adding a type of swimming in there, um, just because, God, I spent so many hours as a teenager lying in the sun and I hate to think what damage I've done. So um, probably safer to be in the water than cooking on the outside.
0: Nice. And now we are all dreaming of tropical holidays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get to do it again soon. Uh, be a while, I suspect. But anyway, yeah, sadly. positive well, thoughts. Yeah, let's go back into some positive stuff. So I would love to quickly wind back in time now to actually let's go to before you started the hello cup to start with so what did yourself and mary do before you started this business in your former lives should we say uh
1: so in my former life i was a journalist and um then i I've worked at the Sunday Star Times and the Dominion Post and then I went into PR and marketing and worked at the Royal New Zealand Ballet and then when we moved to Hooks Bay I um, headed up the uh, marketing and comms department at the Napier City Council. So I've sort of straddled those two realms for most of my career and um, Mary... Has always been a nurse. Um, she worked. She specialised in the. Um, she worked in the neonatal unit at Wellington Hospital for many years, and then she worked in ICU at Wellington Hospital for several years. And more recently, she um, has specialised in hospice care, and so she has been at
0: the Mary Potter Hospice
1: uh, again in Wellington.
0: Oh wow, so that really, I didn't actually know your background, Robin, that makes so much sense as to why the Hello Cup has been so successful with the combination of Mary's kind of nursing and health background, and then your marketing PR comms, like, ah, oh, it's just amazing, it's its come together so well.
1: Yeah, it has, it, it actually, you know, we, so Mary and I have been best friends, we met at school when we were 11 in Wellington, and, um, you know, we we got up to lots of naughty antics and had a lot of fun over the years. And, um, and you know, as I, I always say, you know, best friends always talk about um, going into business together and finding trying to find an excuse to spend as much time as possible together going forward. And, you know, we we did all that. We said all that as we were growing up. And then, of course, um, uh chosen careers were totally different um, but we still once we started having kids we still talked about how great it would be to work together yeah and then um, realistically because those skill sets were so different it was kind of probably unlikely that we'd ever find something that would um, utilize uh, what what we were trained in um, and of course you know if we did go into clothing then that was kind of going to be fine and just a business but it wasn't going to tap into our existing skills and um, life got in the way and we had more children. So Mary's got three daughters and I've got um, a daughter and a son and our eldest daughters are best friends and uh, now uh, teenagers, sort of 18, 19, so it's crazy. but. That must um, be a bit scary for you, knowing that you two were best friends at that age and what you got up to. It is. It's, it is terrifying. Luckily, <laughs> they don't live in the same city, so they could only True. get up to mischief um, online. But um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, life life went on and the business never happened, but we remained um, best friends. And then I used a menstrual cup because i um, heard about them and... Um, Had always had terrible periods and it changed my life. So this was probably I don't know five years ago um, four years ago and As best friends do the first thing I did was ring Mary and give her the down low and and then I was like I really like this menstrual cup, but there were, there were aspects that I didn't like and I thought it could be better and I didn't like the fact that it wasn't from New Zealand. For some reason, I had in my mind that um, I wanted to buy a New Zealand-made menstrual cup because if you're putting something up there, you, you want you want to know that it's good quality. And um, so then I s- started talking to her about it and I was like, actually, there's no New Zealand-made menstrual cups. This is crazy. The whole world needs to be, who it well, anyone who has a period needs to be using these. But... Um, I don't think that there's the right cup out there yet. And so it really went from there and it went really quickly because at first she was like, oh, that's a bit weird. And then she's like, actually, no, that makes total sense. And especially because we had daughters and we wanted a better future for them and um, knowing our experiences just dealing with periods at school and um, yeah so we set about trying all the cups that we could get our hands on and working out and we soon came to the realization that the cups on the market really were pretty much all the same design or they were cheaply made or made of um poor quality materials and didn't stand up to the strength of vagina muscles so um
0: yeah that was kind of how the hello cup started that's great that's such a cool story to hear kind of I guess with a lot of businesses and we've heard this a bit already on the show but just starting from that need or um, something that you want yourself can't find and you create it and it really like that's quite a um, commonly thrown around piece of business advice, but it really does ring true a lot of the time. So that's really cool to hear. And can you quickly just talk us through for people maybe out there who haven't tried one or are interested, can you talk us through how the Hello Cup works quickly and and what it does? So a menstrual cup
1: looks terrifying and that's what um, put me off using one for so long was I couldn't find the information and I didn't know anyone who used one to actually say No, they're not terrifying and um, you don't put them up um, as as a whole you actually fold them so Essentially menstrual cups are made from medical grade TPE which is a um, type of plas- medical grade plastic which is used for catheters and IV lines and and um, is fully hypoallergenic so completely safe um, to put inside your body and um, other a lot of other cups on the market are made from silicon uh, which we chose not to use just because of that hypoallergenic um, angle a lot uh, a lot of people had a sensitivity to silicon which can make them a bit itchy so um, also we like the fact that we were able to recycle our cups and so make them a completely zero waste product so essentially they you fold them you insert them much like a tampon they open up inside you and they collect your blood so they don't absorb it like a tampon does a tampon also absorbs every every other little thing that's inside you and can dry you out so that's why some some users find tampons can be um, painful especially towards the end of their period um a menstrual cup or a hello cup will last you at least five years so what single cup, so you start saving money Um, after about three four periods Um, and you can leave them in for longer so you can leave a um, hello cup in for up to 12 hours it means you can sleep in them you can swim in them Um, so there's there's only benefits there's no um, negative aspects that we've seen um, from using a menstrual cup and I said at the start you know we've Thanks to social media and um, being able to access um, other forms of information beyond mainstream, you know, newspapers and um, magazines, we've been able to do our own research. So that's what has allowed menstrual cups to sort of come into their own. And for years, the world, the world sanitary market has essentially been dominated by two massive companies who have no interest, really, in creating something that is uh, reusable because they make money every single month from half the world's population. <laughs> so, um, and they've been able to control that for so long. And I think as people started to look for um, alternatives and we started all thinking, oh, you know, God, take away coffee cups are so wasteful and we switched to reusables there and then people switched to reusables when it came... St- came to nappies and um uh sanitary products are probably the last cab off that rank because people tend to avoid talking about periods um which is ironic given given how many people have them um so yeah they're, they're not scary they um are amazing and i felt Uh, very early on that we could really make a difference with Hello Cup because of Mary's amazing medical knowledge and also because I like words and the idea that, you know, shit, it's about time that we just had a colloquial conversation about periods and normalized it and um, we didn't need to get on our high horse and just say, look, periods can be really rough let's talk about it let's share information let's um see how everyone else deals with it and yeah just um yeah get get talking essentially
0: yeah that's one of my favorite parts about what you guys do and what you're about is just how you you are just opening up that kind of traditional taboo I guess and yeah it's just very refreshing to see and so different to to the traditional approach, which is cool. I think you touched on a little bit um, at the beginning about how the Hello Cup is New Zealand designed and made, and that was a big part of what you were looking for and so why you created it. And I guess like that sounds really great and amazing, but I imagine in practice that is a lot harder to do than it sounds like there's not, I'm guessing there's not like a menstrual cup factory that you just go and knock on the door. Did you guys have to build all of this? from scratch
1: no we didn't we we had the good fortune of knowing people um in the right places essentially and um the factory we use is in napier and they were already manufacturing a product for someone we knew and using the same um tpe material. so we knew that they they so to create a menstrual cup, the biggest cost is create, designing, obviously, and creating the mould. And then then you just, um, you know, the, the factory we use, they create other products too. So they don't solely create our uh, cups. They, um, they do other things. So, um, yeah, it, it totally was luck. We um, went and talked to the factory and said, you know, do you think you could do this? Here's our idea. And they were like, Sure, we'll, we'll give that a go. You know, it was just that nice New Zealand um, supportive attitude and it was awkward for us because, um, you know, Mary and I went and met with the manager of the factory and, um. He was uh he had no idea what we were coming to talk to him about and of course had no idea what a menstrual cut was. So that first conversation was like, Well, here we are, and this is our idea, and it's probably something that, you know, is completely foreign to you. But he he never um he, he always treated us with kindness and respect and it was just, you know, a great relationship from the start.
0: Fantastic. That's so cool that it's made in Napier. I like just down the road from where you are, and awesome to have really interesting things happening like that in the regions which is yeah really unique and i'm obviously not across all of the the numbers and I'm not an expert but i assume that it would be a lot cheaper to make these overseas is that actually the case um i don't know and and if so what was the reasoning behind making them here was that a hard decision or a bit of a no-brainer given we no, it
1: was it was a no-brainer from the start um because we wanted to be able to control the quality um, and the fact that we could, we can, I can go in and see the factory and make sure everything's okay and we can um, check things as they come off and ch- tweak things and have that face to face contact, which is um, harder these days, but you know what I mean. Um, uh, there was never any question that we would obviously. China is a market where they can do things, at, create products at a fraction of the price that um, most other countries can, but there was never a question that we would at the start at least um, use a factory that we didn't know, didn't have a relationship with and that was a a lot because those cups that I tried early on um, some of them would say that they were medical grade and they were from overseas countries and they would arrive and um, they really had a strange um, smell to them, real chemical smell. And so I just felt that, you know, you need to be able to trust um, your menstrual cup manufacturer and know that if they say it is medical grade and that it's made with care and love that it really genuinely is. Um, Because you know, there's, there's nothing worse than having a bad menstrual cup experience and um, we wanted to make the best cup that we could to get people around the world using them. And if, and if people were using uh, cups that weren't great quality and they said, oh look, I had a really bad experience and they told their friend, then that's slowing the process down of of trying to convert as many people as as we can.
0: Yeah, and like what's the point really of doing of just doing something that everyone else is doing? Like the whole you, you weren't just doing this for the sake of it. You wanted to do better than what was out there. And yeah, it sounds like that's really deeply ingrained in your values. Yeah, I mean we were never
1: we we from the start we were never ever motivated by money or starting a business that um was anything other than something we truly believed in and were passionate about and i think you know we we started how like we 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 didn't do any spreadsheets we didn't have a business plan we um we had an idea that we loved and we had a tagline bloody brilliant and we had a couple and no strings attached that we liked and we we had a name that we really liked so hello period with it it's got a full our logo has a full stop after it which so some people get it that it's hello period some people just think it's hello with it. but um you know we wanted it again to be welcoming and positive rather than um some you know often people when they're talking about their period that they sort of talk about it in really negative terms which is fair enough because it's not always a great experience but we just wanted to try and turn that language around as well.
0: Yeah and we kind of uh, will mention in my intro but menstrual cups have been around for a long time I think it's like since the 30s maybe and they but they've always traditionally been sort of hippy dippy and a little bit alternative and what you guys have done is really brought that into the mainstream and so i'd love to hear a little bit about what you've learned along the way on how to bring something that's on the fringe and a bit alternative into the mainstream if you can share a bit of your strategy around that that'd be awesome
1: yeah so so again you know we, we haven't been overly big on strategy as such we've been big on following our heart and our gut instinct and that was exactly how I saw menstrual cups and why I had taken so long to use one was that um they were used by people who were in a slightly different realm for me not that I don't um you know appreciate that we need to look after our planet and I, I do do my recycling and but there, there's There's sort of some groups that seem to be sort of so far ahead and almost scary that, um, you know, I didn't, I just, I didn't want to make a, not a mistake, but um, yeah, I just, uh, I just didn't feel like I could access that world of, um, I I clearly remember one of the first things that um, I read about menstrual cuts was that you could keep a, uh, container next to your loo and keep the blood and put it on your vegetable patch and <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's totally fine if that's what you're into that's but next it was level. Just, it was it was sort of next level and it, it, it to be honest it sort of put me off a bit I'm not wasn't quite ready for that and um, and so I felt that we just needed to really say Oh, here's a here's an alternative to tampons and pads and they're awesome and there's no um, negative side effects from them and our biggest uh, adopters really have been the, the younger generation which has been amazing because they're so much more aware of what they're putting in their bodies and um, the impact they have on the planet. Um, they also appreciate design and fun branding, and so that's where the opportunity was for us. I think was just you know having fun, but having a having a product that was really amazing at the same time and not um, not kind of a gimmick
0: yeah I think I did want to talk a bit more about the branding and packaging because obviously as a marketing manager that's one of my favorite topics and I just think it's just wonderful what you guys are doing like the canister the colors the photography your voice it's all very fun like you say yeah. and quite unique and so did you work with an agency when you started doing that to bring it no. to life or, or you <laughs> you had a big hand in that
1: no we had so again we were very set on what we liked and what we didn't like and Mary and I are good um Um, solid consumers and um, in that you know we like pretty packaging as well who doesn't but um, so so again we wanted something with our canisters they're round and they say hello and they have they're very plain at the front but they're super cute and then inside is a gorgeous design that um, our designer Anushka hand drew for us and um, we printed on the inside of the canister so when you opened it up it was really gorgeous to look at and we really, from the outset, we wanted our packaging to be able to be reused as something else. So as I sit here at my desk and I'm talking to you, um, my I've got a canister that is full of pencils and pens. So, you know, that was the idea from the outset, that you could take your cup out and reuse the box for something practical. Um, because the um, boxes, the inside the boxes, the cups come in a storage bag as well. So you don't need to keep the boxes just for the cup. Um and yeah, again, cute. We wanted the cups to be cute colours because a lot of menstrual cups are um, not not coloured, and um, our colour colouring is food grade and so completely safe. But you know, they don't coloured cups don't show staining as much, and um, yeah. So we did think a lot about our um, packaging and what we wanted, but we we designed that process all ourselves as well because again we completely relied on what we would want to buy um and our gut is to um what other people might look look for and we didn't want it to scream menstrual cut because i mean god since we started the landscape has shifted hugely. I mean, periods are being talked about in the mainstream. They are appearing um, in magazine articles and newspaper articles. And so it's amazing how far we have come. But when we launched, we and we got a lot of inquiries about, you know, when you ship, does it have, you know, is there anything to say what's in the package? And people were really um, Uh, not shy but um, wanting to be discreet about buying a menstrual cup and that's kind of really it hasn't gone out the window completely but you know now we're getting tagged in people's Instagram stories and they're waving their cups around and they're talking about them and you know it's it's great that that conversation is completely opened up and I think uh, having good design helps with that too because people are proud to show what they've got
0: yeah, absolutely. And that kind of creating a product that's traditionally behind closed doors, maybe, that's now so Instagrammable that people can't help but but put it on their feed is, yeah, it's testament to what you guys have done. And so cool that you were able to do that yourself and use your skills and your kind of natural what you guys like it just means I guess that it's all very organic and it's not forced and I imagine that's a big part of of why it's been so successful I also imagine that word of mouth must be pretty huge for you I mean it's quite rare to find a business that word of mouth isn't big for but especially in this period space um this is the kind of thing that people talk about with their friends and they ask advice and they're on their group chats on facebook asking people do you guys do anything to encourage that sharing and that word of mouth or is that does that just happen by itself
1: um it's totally organic but it's so important and um we probably you know that's one area where we could try and encourage more of that because that's exactly what I was looking for before I um, tried my first cup. And I think you know we can we can scream as loud as we possibly can how amazing cups are, but the the best um, the the best advocate is someone you know who you trust um, who can talk you through it personally. Um, so I think you know people who have our cups definitely are our best ambassadors and um, you know it's funny though because when you are in the reusable space um, it's marketing can be quite tricky because there's no need for them to come back onto your website and buy another cup for years
0: for another five years yeah (laughs) so um,
1: it's something that people often just buy and think is amazing but they're not constantly engaging with you because um it's not like fashion where um it's a new season and oh my god I love I love their latest collection or something like that it's just you know see ya in five years
0: yeah it's kind of like your sustainability is a bit of a blessing and a curse yeah yeah I mean it's a challenge that's
1: that's what it is and that's why as I was saying before you know the companies that were producing tampons and pads you know They can rest on their laurels a little bit, knowing that um, you know they've they've got guaranteed customers Mm, every month. Every month, month, yeah, for sort of throwing their product out and then buying more
0: hmm so i guess yeah that kind of um getting someone that's a customer even if they won't buy again personally getting them to get a friend to to purchase is your best kind of approach which makes sense yeah and i guess so new zealand is the birthplace of the hello Cup, but it's already exploding or has exploded overseas and you're exporting i think so it's us uk australia but i did see you have like a stockist in tahiti which is exciting yeah
1: it's the, again it's that's word of mouth our, our stockers have come to us we do have a um, an amazing sales manager but our stockers when it was just Mary and I which it was for the first sort of nearly 18 months um, they approached us we always thought we would be an online business and we didn't think that we would ever um, have retailers but they started asking we started getting questions you know can can we stop hello cut Car- and and then it, America um, started contacting us retailers in America and it was really interesting because our reach is obviously uh, quite large and it's hard when we you know we sit here in New Zealand and we don't know who necessarily sees um, our Instagram and our Facebook posts because you know it's not not something that people readily engage in again as a platform Um, but we got a request from Urban Outfitters in the US to stock us and then uh, so amazing. And we're like, oh my God, it's one of our favorite stores. And um and then we're we're with, you know, we're in hundreds of pharmacies in New Zealand and um but back to the States we are launching with anthropology soon and we have um, a, a big website called Dolls Kill, and um, we're on Amazon now over there. And it's just, yeah, it's um, it's 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 just incredible. It's and in, absolutely incredible. And 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 being a a global brand still blows our minds. Um, I mean I guess New Zealand has a great reputation on the global stage and I think um, you know we're proud Kiwis and uh, I definitely think it helps us and and also I think uh, you know we're we're willing to go over and talk to retailers or, d- or do whatever it takes to help people understand how Hello Cups work and and you know it's I, I don't know. I don't know what's sort of so appealing other than our cups are amazing. Um, but yeah, we haven't really put much effort into building that retail presence that's come to us, which, yeah.
0: I guess it just goes to show how you really did hit on something magic and you've executed it beautifully. And that's why it's kind of it's running away with itself in some ways by the sounds of it. And imagine the potential, if that's what's happening naturally and organically, imagine the potential with some, with some strategy around that, that would just, yeah, it's got, it's got such a huge future. I imagine.
1: Yeah, it does. And I, I think the timing is perfect.
0: Um,
1: and, so we were lucky we started when we did. And obviously there's a lot more um, brands that are around now, but um, we still, there's a lot of um, menstrual cups that are basically private labeled. So they're the same design as other cups. They are just marketed under a different name. Um, And ours is still very unique in terms of shape and design. And, um, Mm.
0: have you had any copycats or has that not been a problem
1: we've had some that are not fully but you know kind of probably we would call inspired by um but again you know we don't we don't look at other companies and what they're doing we we stick to what we believe is best for us and just keeping on with following that gut instinct and, and and growing the company i mean we are growing we are growing staff and we are, um, selling more. So it's, um, it's fun.
0: Yeah. You kind of have to stay in your lane to some extent, don't you? Totally. Not get too distracted by yeah. what other people are doing. That's
1: right. Just stick. You just don't want to, it's like, you know, an exam at school, just answer your own questions and don't look at what your neighbor's doing. And, um, be, That's a great way to put it. <laughs> be true to yourself.
0: Yeah. That's how you're going to shine for sure. Uh, All right, so let's now fast forward back to today. It's just awesome hearing about where you guys have have come how you guys have come to here. And then obviously right now we are in the middle of our, or hopefully towards the end of our lockdown period for COVID-19 here. And I saw on your website, it says periods don't stop for lockdowns and neither do we, which I just love. So you're obviously classed as an essential service. You're still operating with your website and obviously pharmacies are still open where you are stocked. So it, this could all kind of sound like this hasn't impacted you so much, but I know that there's so much more to it than that. And I know that it will have. So I'd love to hear from you as a business that is still operating in some ways, what kind of impact are you seeing at the moment because of COVID-19?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, yes, it has impacted us. Um, We we have been lucky in that we were classed as an essential business sort of right from the start and especially very early on when people were panic buying um, asides from flour and yeast one of the things that was totally cleared off the supermarket shelves were sanitary products so um, early on we did see more people um, more inquiries and people wanting to know how cups worked and so we made sure all our staff um, worked from home well before even the lockdown was enforced, um, so we were sort of at the early stage. We just worked out that most of our staff um, could could do their jobs remotely, so um, we put that in place. And we, but we still had our amazing um, Packer come into the office, but so she was able to work um, in pretty much in isolation, and we had you know contactless. Um, courier pickups and things like that. So um, in terms of our online sales, we were able to keep shipping and keep orders coming in and keep communication up with our customers and actually be online even more because we had more emails coming in. Um, the The biggest thing I guess is, you know, initially for staff, it's, it's a big mental shift. And so we just needed to make sure that we we're all still talking to each other on Zoom and and able to support people um, who, you know, felt a bit like, oh, this is is really strange, um, as we all got used to the new normal, as they call it. Um, We have an amazing cup and hand sanitizer called Hello Go, which um, we uh, which was which was tested uh, early on by the manufacturer Zuno and was shown to be 99.9% effective against the lab equivalent of COVID-19. So we sold out of that very fast. Of course, and, it was so um,
0: hard to get hand sanitizer.
1: Yeah, and this is an amazing product because it protects your hands for 24 hours. So even if you're even if you wash your hands subsequently it's still got this barrier and it's and it's natural and it's got no alcohol it's just a phenomenal product um but word got out quite quickly about them and so you know we sold out and we have (laughs) it's like liquid gold now um so you know that i think that early on um also helped raise awareness, ironically, about our brand because people were looking for a hand sanitizer. We had it and they came to us and saw that we did menstrual cups. And so um, for retail, I think that's the hardest aspect for our business currently because um, while many pharmacies and pharmacies remain open, they have strict um, controls in place so you can go in to pick up prescriptions and things like that we can't really browse go into a pharmacy and browse so we're not they're not really going to be selling um, cups unless someone's gone there specifically to buy one um, and obviously a lot of our retail other retail stores that are pharmacies are shut and so that is that's going to have the biggest impact um, on us and also uh, shipping is, is slightly tricky because couriers Um, are doing such an amazing job, but obviously they're slightly under the pump, but um, people are really understanding and in long term though, I feel really positive about what this terrible experience um, will do for the human race in the sense that I think we'll spend a bit more time thinking about the effect that we have on the planet and what we could do better and um, so you know we've had some lovely conversations with customers and we never um, we never ever want to push someone into buying our product but we're always happy just to talk um, and talk about whether menstrual cup is right for them and and that's kind of what's been nice about this this lockdown is that people have had more time on their hands and and also you know it's a perfect time to try something new like a menstrual cup when you are at home and you uh, do not have to worry about whether you've inserted it correctly or anything like that because you're at home.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's got, everyone's kind of got a bit of headspace, maybe, not everyone, but lots of people, to be kind of assessing lifestyle and yeah. things like that at the moment. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think, I hope, I really hope that, I know it's a really stressful time for so many people, but I just hope that there, there will be some long-term positives that come out of it in terms of people um being able to assess what's important in their life and what's not.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that's such a positive kind of mindset towards it, I guess. And bigger bigger picture for you guys, has this all changed much of your longer-term planning for the business of where we yeah. you're taking things?
1: well... Ironically, yes, because um, because the American market has been growing so much. I was due to move to New York on the on the first of April with my family.
0: Oh um, my gosh! So big
1: time. Yeah. So we felt that um, you know to to be. Making the most of that US market, one of us needed to be on the ground, so um, it, was, it was going to be me. And then, uh, yeah, things moved so quickly, I and mean, it was really only up until two weeks before we left that um, we kept thinking, "Oh, yeah, is it? Yeah, it, it'll be okay." You know, it was it just that that full on aspect of um, COVID nineteen really kicked in um, just quite rapidly. So. Um, all the plans went out the window and um, I don't know when or if um, it, that will ever happen now because it sounds like it's going to be a long time until our borders open up. But um, I guess okay, on the flip side, um, the meeting, a lot of the meetings that I was going to do in New York, you know, everyone's gone, well we can just Skype, we can Zoom, we can, um, so, there's still been happening and I've still been talking to um, people in the US on a daily basis and so, um, yeah, lo- long-term, um, we, people, at the end of the day, people still get their periods, so we still need to be providing a quality product for those who, are keen to try menstrual cups, so we will just keep on keeping on as much as you know in a, in a normal way as much as we can
0: yeah that does obviously that's hugely disruptive for you and the family uh I can't imagine the mindset change you'd have to have from not no longer going to live in New York but I yeah I'm sure it does sound like everyone's being very creative and and to some extent everyone wants to keep moving forward as much as they can so it's great that you're seeing that as well
1: yeah I mean life's unpredictable and so we're not going to dwell on what could have been and you know we're so thankful to be here and uh, safe and in New Zealand and together as a family so um, yeah. absolutely
0: that's definitely come out a lot as just how lucky we are in our country and we do all feel relatively safe yeah so, what can we do, everyone out there, to support the Hello Cup right now? We can obviously still shop um, or grab a cup from the pharmacy. Is there anything else that we can do to support you at the moment? I think um, what we were talking about before—just
1: sharing your experience online or with your friends, or um, you know, yeah, following us on Instagram or tagging us—and when you're even when you're sterilizing your cup, just boiling it in the pot—it's sort of the more people see. Um, other people using it the better, and um, yeah, just spread the word, share the love that's that's what we appreciate. <laughs>
0: fantastic we can definitely do that and it's um just for everyone out there it's at the hello cup on instagram and if anyone needs to place an order you can head to com to grab yours so then you can post about it (laughs) so before we kind of wrap up on that could you take us out robin with one of your maybe your best piece of business advice or life advice or a favorite quote so we can end on a bit of a high note
1: yeah i i'm look I am just a fan. If you've got a good idea and you think it can work, just do it. I I see so many people who have an idea and then they spend the next sort of eighteen months bogged down in analysis and spreadsheets, and then it, get, it suddenly becomes boring and or um, too hard. You know, yeah. yeah, I mean, we literally had an idea. We you know we did have to put some money behind it, but starting a business isn't isn't that difficult these days. You can create a website for very little. So give it a go, you know, who knows where it will take you. We can't believe that Hello Cup is what it is. Um, you know, we thought we'd sell five cups a week and we'd still be doing our um, day jobs. And, you know, within a couple of months we were like, holy, we've um, <laughs> we have really found something that people need and want. So yeah, just trust, trust your gut.
0: I love that. That's one of my favorite pieces of advice as well. And I think your business really shows that like you didn't, you didn't go too deep you didn't analyze and spreadsheets and everything you just kind of gave it a whirl and yeah what's the worst that can happen I exactly. think that's fantastic exactly yeah. so thank you so much for joining me Robin I know you've got a lot going on so I really appreciate it it's an amazing story and your conversation around kind of normalizing something that really is very normal and shouldn't really need to be normalized but it does so thank you for being so open and honest and for your amazing work in this kind of space I yeah I can't wait to see what's next For the Hello Cup. So thank Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thanks. It's been lovely talking to you.
0: Same to you. Thanks, Robin. Take care. Okay. Bye. I think it really has just been brilliant to see what the meshing of these two wonderful skill sets from Robin and Mary has created with the Hello Cup. You really do just have to see this for yourself. So please do head to at the Hello Cup on Instagram to see this brand in action. And I hope you will give it a try as well. I loved my chat with Robin, hearing about how they've championed New Zealand made and are taking it to the world. I also, especially, just loved Robin's give it a whirl philosophy. Like she said, starting a business really isn't that hard these days. So, if you have an idea, you should just get started and see what happens. Plus, of course, as we've mentioned a few times already, how they are really opening up this conversation and normalising this chat around periods, which really is just one of the most normal things in the world. Thanks to you for listening today. Wherever you are in New Zealand or the world, I hope you are staying safe and staying positive. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram, at peptalknz, to join the conversation and make sure you never miss an episode.